expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 20 points this morning from yesterday's close at 17,711 on turnover of 2.2 billion NT. The market gained ground on Wednesday as the bellwether electronics sector bounced back from previous sessions in the wake of gains posted by tech stocks on Wall Street overnight. Buying also focused on the financial sector on the hopes that a rate hike cycle launched by the U.S. Federal Reserve will help financial institutions generate more returns from their overseas investments. No damage or injuries are being reported following this morning's magnitude 5.3 earthquake that rattled parts of the island. The quake struck at 8.38 and was centered some 63 kilometers south-southwest of Hualien County Hall at a depth of 20 kilometers. It was felt strongest in Taidong's Chengbing Township, where it registered a magnitude 4 on the Central Weather Bureau's intensity scale. It's the strongest one to have hit the area since yesterday morning's string of earthquakes that followed the 1.41 a.m. magnitude 6.6 quake. The Weather Bureau has warned that aftershocks and further earthquakes related to that quake can be expected for a couple more days. Taiwan's Zhou Tianjin is being quarantined at a hotel in England after testing positive for the coronavirus. Zhou revealed that he tested positive after competing at the All England Badminton Open in Birmingham, where he lost in the men's single semifinal on March 19th. He was slated to return to Taiwan after that, but tested positive for the virus after taking a PCR test before boarding his flight. A friend of his says the badminton player is currently experiencing only mild flu-like symptoms and is now scheduled to return to Taiwan sometime next month. In international news, a humanitarian resolution on Ukraine drafted by Russia has failed to pass the UN Security Council. China was the only other country to back the draft. Sarah Walton reports. 13 members of the Security Council's 15-seat panel abstained from voting on Moscow's resolution. The draft called for safe humanitarian access to Ukraine and the protection of civilians. But it faced overwhelming opposition because it didn't recognize Russia's role in the conflict. The US described the resolution as farcical. China was the only country alongside Russia to vote in favour, saying it did so to encourage the international community to focus solely on the humanitarian response in Ukraine and to scale up its response. Meanwhile, the General Assembly is set to continue an emergency special session for a second day on Thursday before it considers two other competing humanitarian resolutions also addressing the situation in Ukraine. Sarah Walton, New York. Former South Korean President Park Young-hee is going home three months after being pardoned for one of South Korea's worst government corruption scandals. 
She was released from hospital in Seoul this morning and greeted by supporters. She later visited the grave of her father, military dictator Park Chung-hee, before going to her new residence in the southern city of Daegu. Park was imprisoned in 2017 after charges that included bribery. She had served less than a quarter of her 22-year sentence before current President Moon Jae-in pardoned her in December, citing her health problems and a need to promote unity in the face of pandemic-related difficulties. And finally, Nigeria's former vice president, Atiku Abubakar, has announced that he will run for president in the 2023 election. Speaking to supporters in Abuja, Nigeria's capital, Abubakar said he is the unifier that is coming to bound the broken union of a nation deeply divided along religious and ethnic lines. The 75-year-old business mogul was the West African nation's vice president from 1999 to 2007, and this is the sixth time he has run for president. His most recent attempt was in 2019, when he lost to incumbent president Muhammadu Buhari. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.